We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 9th of July, 2018. This is The Real KNC. Ken Laird. Chris Curtis. Bookends Monday and Friday, like always. Podcast today after the show. I'm looking forward to that. Monday and Friday this week, correct? All right. <laughs> Done like three weeks. We're due, that's for sure. Yeah, today, right? Bingo. You and I are very eager to do this one today. Loving it. Today, yes. Today and Friday, correct? Today and Friday. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. No strong arming needed? None whatsoever. Commute home is better. <laughs> it's for me. Those are for me. My runs. Done. Because we should start with one of our own. There are a lot of big things involved with the show. This is, after all, the real KNC, but... But... Paul Chartier, former member of the KNC family. Who cares about Paul Chartier? In fact, uh, was there, I think, for the initiation. When did you come in? I always forget your start date. I joined up uh, August 23rd or so. Uh, lead producer at that time. Lead producer. <laughs> lead producer of the Dennis so, Callahan show. So, Forever um, cemented my legacy with a couple of the dumbest lines I've ever said with Kirk Minahan on the podcast. Ken was had a great line. He's like, well, okay, you know, we, we've told them that. Paul loves that one. That's his favorite. Listeners, that, this was your fault. Paul loves shitty Curtis. I was watching Curtis press the buttons. It was like a little kid watch, looking at a piano for the first time playing chopsticks. <laughs> he's a good guy. Uh, actually, he's an all right guy. Good producer. Okay guy. He's kind of weird. He's kind of a dick, but we like him. Paul, yeah. I'll get your back on this one, buddy. You just had this thing in there where I'm not going to get into the actual content of what we were discussing, but he knew something, we knew something, and he was still trying to dodge... The totally, whole situation. Totally, totally. Paul, you're a dope. But anyway, good luck to Paul. You know, I'm sure you and Sausage will have a great lunch break. Sausage, you friggin' idiot! Enjoy. I think he'll be back. In the interim, we'll have uh, some of the part-timers vying for the new uh, full-time spot for OMS. We'll see how that goes. Correct. Nobody promising, but... Uh, fine. Yeah, they're all fine. He's a fine host. Oh, Just, uh, I'm getting a call here from uh, Minahan. Hey, Kirk. Not too much. Okay. So should I tell Drellick... Okay, yeah, that works for me. I'll 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 reach out to them. Um, we're just about we're just recording the podcast here, but I'll, I'll call them. I'll call them after. No problem. So there you go. Breaking news on the podcast. Jerry Callahan back Tuesday. He's been off for a week and a day, about as much as he could take. You're taking your vacation. That's not me. Damn this. right I am. Heard trivia, and he was so pissed. <laughs> he has to come in tomorrow. Scott, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, my question for you is, who is the tallest catcher in baseball history? Ooh, is it still Larry McLean or no? Well, yeah. I mean, of course it is. Yes, thank you very much. Pitching the tent in Maine. There oh, with six the... to midnight. He comes the chair. Uh, Look out, Biddeford. Give me five. So Jerry was unhappy with the shows last week, as Kirk laid out. After last week's capital debacle, uh, which Jerry Callahan was sending me texts left and right. Nah, the worst show ever. But he's down on Mutt primarily. They all want the shows to suck. This is going to be, go ahead, go. I'll let you get you that. I'll explain. What are you talking about? People want the show to suck when you're not here. Well, they, they got they what they wanted last week. Shows. Where will his anger be most directed? I'm going to get some of this because he told me I was wrong to just have Mutt and Drellick. Hey, we want three. I want three. So he'll have a little bit of a party. What we got, Chris? We have someone. It'll be a surprise again. But so, you were out the first two days. I was out, but I was, you know, it's, it's it's sort of an industry, cottage industry on the show to rip the fill-ins, and that's my job. i got to say, it's a real blast working on this radio show. <laughs> get, 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 Chris, get past that. Get, we all understand. Nobody wants to Get past that. You know, so I'm sure that'll come up but 
Mutt is going to get it from Jerry. Whatever, it's Mutt. That- and then it's going to go right to you because he's going to. He loves pointing at the sock puppet. Sorry, ass sock puppet. But now Bradford's going to be in to start the show tomorrow. Bradford show. He should almost have the first segment to himself. Like there's enough Kirk and Jerry. They almost don't need Bradford there for the first segment. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. King just said six to eight, eight to ten. But that's not a bad point about the opening segment. But I think Bradford, he won't dominate. You know, <laughs> if Jerry's in there and he has things to say, I don't think Rob's going to jump in and, you know, Fair. Google it. Lord it's man. worth a Google. Can we Google it? Well, let's go to the Bradford drama. No, I know what, what is, and it sure is good enough. It's going to set up for a good show tomorrow. Yes. So what you're saying is Rob wants to do this, not the full mud at night. He wants to do the lead into the Red Sox game. Yes, he wants oh, to host who, that show. Oh, who do that? Who cares? That's my show. No, no, no I'm hosting. That's, that's like a 20-minute show. show you do? Yes, my show. Oh, my God. That, that'd be a gift. Nope, nope, nope. I, wanna, I like hosting that show. Maybe that's the less interesting part than the Tomasi angle. Right. I think the Tomasi, the, the, the Bradford Mutt 6 o'clock thing, there is so much therapy required between Mutt and Bradford that those two just need to hash out. Mutt is like the biggest snake on the station. Subtle snake. We kind of did on the podcast. Remember, Kirk did one for an hour and it was almost nothing was solved. Nothing solved. Every single thing, you're thinking about how will Kirk react to this. Again, it didn't really... How fucking sensitive are you? Uh, Easy. It's just a rivalry between those two. It's an odd dynamic. They're both on their own. Very nice and very odd people. And I get it. I'm a degenerate gambler. Rodondron... Bush and it's rhododendron. What the central figure in this, in the whole deal, is Minahan. It's way more of a me issue than anybody else. Kirk and Rob were long-term friends. And Rob Bradford died this afternoon at the age of 45. Well before Mutt arrived. Bradford is responsible for Kirk. As Kirk knows, I hang around bookstores. Brought him to the website, not in the air, and obviously we know the you know, biggest star in town. And then there's the Mutt dynamic, which is that Kirk likes doing radio with Mutt better than with Bradford. We like him. We like having Mutt around. That so friendship has jealousy. blossomed. Yeah, I think there's there's a weird thing between both parties. But the relationship between the on-air product and the WEI.com website. Rob Bradford, WEI.com. Sorry, Rob. Also has some interesting background. My bigger issue is with management here and Rob Bradford, who I know when I was working for the website, writing for the website, first of all, I worked a hell of a lot harder than Tomasi, worked more hours, did more work, good for him. And the deal was, if you got called in to do a show, and I did a lot of fill-in work for two or three years, but the deal with Rob was, you know, if you get a call from a station, you go, you do it, no matter what. I don't care what you're writing today, put it aside, do it tomorrow, do whatever. The most important so the column thing, for the day gets 86th if you go to radio. Get shelved, gotcha. yeah. It's the most important thing is the radio station, which of course it is. I mean, we know the website doesn't make any money. The radio station does. So I don't know what has changed where when John Tomasi now has the ability to just tell the morning show, the most important show in the cluster, eh, I just don't feel like it. And Rob has his back. I don't know if I have the stomach for this show. I just don't understand why it's so difficult for me as the producer of the Kirk and Callahan show at times to get people who are employed either part-time or full-time at the station in to do it. Why would I go on Kirk and Callahan? If I had power, which people think I do, I don't. Where's the power? You know, I would definitely get people in here. With you. You know, we should financially make it worth their while. It's the number one show. It's the highest rated show. It should be paid accordingly to the people that are a part of it. All of that. I'm fine with that. But which using- goes back to last week and why Jerry was upset. It's it's not easy to get a third person. It's not often approved. Right. In fact, we pitched the idea of meter. Here. Look at the phone lines and join good friend Wes Durham, voice of the Atlanta Falcons. Wes, how are you? Last Monday as a third guy for the Tuesday show, and that was summarily dismissed. Nope. I wish Tomasi wouldn't say is the sleep thing. I mean, although Kirk's right, he is lazy. I think his biggest issue is he doesn't want to get his fat ass out of bed at five in the morning. That's all. He's a fat, lazy vomit. If not pushed, I guess he could just default to, why do I have to? Well, wait a minute. Do I get a say in this? I don't want to get up. I'll do the other shows that are from 10 to 6. It's odd because he's given, he said to you at the Cask and Flagon, 
He told uh, Mutt. Or told Mutt at the casting flag the and that he missed the juice. Talked about it on the air with Mutt, you know, being out at the Prius at the Toyota dealership and the guy knew him from the show and how cool yeah. that was to be sort of have the juice of it. All I know is I've been rat faced to Masi and whatever else for like three months on the air. I don't know. It's just weird. One day there'll be an oral history on the show and, you know, the Tomasi angle will be very interesting. But for right now, it looks like he's not a part of it and we'll just move on. Just moved on. If you worked it every day, I think you see it's got a physical effect on your lifestyle. Oh, I mean, I'm living proof of that in You're the past. That. But I'm alcoholic. Friday, I was so pissed. I was so pissed at Jerry and Kirk after the show. They're just texting left and right. It was all shit. The whole show sucked. Jerry's saying everything's the worst radio show in the history of all time. Oh, suck it up. It's 10.15 on Friday. It's like... Okay, let's hop in a time machine and restart the day or restart the week. We can't do it. It's over. And it's like what makes the show great, which is their attention to detail, which is their passion, their love of the show, their insane paranoia about all things Kirk and Callahan, are also things that are just irritate the crap out of you at times. Is it a cheat day? There's no rationalization, Jerry. Is that what it is? So, but the Friday part of it, you wanted them to weigh in earlier in the week if they well, had a problem with it. Well, I just, I don't know. I mean, the options are not great. They really aren't. And I know Jerry loves Blind Mike, and I know he thinks Greg Dickerson's got this massive edge to him. I want Dickerson. Okay. You know, Andy Hart and Greg Dickerson's not the road to victory. No, but, you know. I mean, they both stink. I'm just being honest. They both stink. Well, Jerry's point, I guess, would have been anybody. Any third voice would have been better. Right. Okay, well, you said you floated the idea of a third person earlier in the week, and it was shot yeah, we, down. It was our last segment Monday. We, I mean, you could feel it. I think Mud and I both felt it. We did a segment on it. Here are our options. We're already writing off the rest well, of the week. A good, a good three hours and 20 right, So minutes. who's in that tomorrow? Half hour, we have somebody get... else coming in tomorrow? No. We've been going around and around in circles with this, it feels like, for months with tomorrow. Mossy with up uh, with Trenny. It's just yeah. Trenny's not a full time EEI person, so right. I mean that's her. But choice. she's paid well to host a weekend show. You know, every week, she's right? Got, she gets the weekend show. She, yeah. And one forty like me in fifth grade. And one forty three. <laughs> Good like, line, Came his sort of like signature. By the way, that, by number, hold on. Like, that's a funny line him. by Tomasi that Trenny just rolls like is. He could say <laughs> anything right there. He could literally say he could have said Mr. Rogers molested me when I was nine years old. Trenny was going to roll over that to get to her. Incredibly self-involved, and I guarantee you, stupid story. Let's hear it. Signature number. Like, to him, it embodied everything he stood for because 143 is the numerical version of I love you because I is one word, four is love is four letters, and you is three letters. So today, I pulled in to meet my friend to park, and I parked in spot 143, not even knowing it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's synergy. I love Fred Rogers. I love Fred Rogers. And I think the people here in powerful positions have always been assuming that eventually she would return, and I just don't see that happening. Who's no. that more due to, me or Jerry? Oh, definitely you. No. So I would say this fall, it was interesting to hear Kirk say Tangway. No comment. Over Tomasi, that he could see Tangway back in the fall. That would be great. I don't see Tomasi working out in this sort of dynamic where he's pushed back. Doesn't really want to be there, isn't fully invested, but just shows up because he has to. Come on, you can't just spring this on me. Now, we had two big announcements today. One that was kind of a blockbuster, but became just sort of a matter of fact. Tom Brady's coming back on August 13th. That'll be his return. I think Kirk's done a great job. That's huge news for us. Massive. Uh, that'll be the first Patriots Monday. And tying in with that, of course, is that Alex Reamer will make his return with KNC Wednesday. He's been back on the station aplenty in the last few weeks. Go, Trump, go! Back out of the bathhouses, back on to KNC in the morning. So that is a significant return. So I spoke with, um, actually it was Friday. Kirk said, Reamer Wednesday, book it. Write it down no. in the book. Okay. All right. So I got the text called Alex. I had something else to go over with him, so I mentioned that first, and then I said, all right, and um, you're in Wednesday, Friday next week with Kirk and Callahan. <laughs> and he shrieked. 
I have never wanted a recording device on my cell phone more than I did at that exact moment. Like it a treddy been, shriek or like a... It was like, ah! <laughs> Oh my God! Bigly shriek from the Ream Dog, and he is ready to go. I'm hungry. And uh, he'll be in Wednesday with uh, Jerry and Kirk. And then Kirk and Jerry have the, have the show Thursday, and we'll see about Friday uh, with Reamer and uh, Kirk. Other big news... Monday, Mutt called for this. He demanded it, a uh, rematch of Battle of the Brainless, I think, too. I would like to request a rematch in a Battle of the Brainless music edition against one Chris Curtis. Oh. I know we've I've no, I know, I know we've Twist done, my arm. I, Battle of the Brainless 2 music edition. His lone blemish. Yes! Oh, gotta be yes! To Chris Curtis, which is obviously still gnawing at him, and it should. La- last week, I, I felt... Curtis is... He has this feeling around me now where he feels like he's better. Than oh, there's me. no, there's no. I just mentioned that last and segment, and I don't know, I don't know where it came from, but I do think that right there is at the core. Oh, you think that was a pivotal moment? I think he thinks because he beat me in this this dumb on a technicality, by the way, in this dumb battle of the brainless that he's not a complete moron and somehow he's smarter than me or an equal to. Well, he did think moving out was by the eight. Beatles, but that's okay. So he thought Meatloaf was Rod Stewart. That's okay. Well, I, I'm not, I'm not great with music. I'm better than Curtis. That I know. Well, you lost though. But that on a technicality. Well, he lost the bracket of the brain list to me. As that's well. true. That's true. Kirk dismisses that as ever happening. I right, think, that's but. true. But yes. <laughs> so uh, the Mutt Man had a big tease after headlines today, and he said he wanted to come at me hard. And yeah, truly, we had no idea what was uh, going on. There. People Pe- in the building were running no, around. They were a little nervous about what was coming there. So I decided after this to throw up a poll question: Who is more important to Weei, myself or? Yeah, how about that? I mean, he really came dismissing the notion that that was even a conversation, that you were as important as he was here at WEI. 1,500 votes in at the the time, right before we started taping this. 65-35, yours truly, over my... Chris Curtis, notorious fart smeller. I would have voted you, clearly. You're the five-day-a-week member of the most important show at the station. Months here, once... Pretty much once by now man. Some days he's edict. here, but is he really here? I mean, the Cullen show. Right. Well, Mutt was sort of there. But I mean, the scoreboard updates are great. Don't get me wrong. But um, we love the top of the first. <clears throat> Bottom one, no score. Reds and Dodgers. Same situation in San Diego. Top one, no score. Padres and Cardinals. Uh, you're more important. Now, I didn't expect the poll results to go this way. So this this is almost like losing Battle of the Brainless, too. This, this, this hurts, Mutt. Damn now, it! This is a great tweet to have, no matter what, because... At some point in the month, a week, a day, a year, he's going to say something ripping my relevance at the station. Not a complete moron, and somehow he's smarter than me or an equal to. And I'll just have this <laughs> screenshot to just throw in his face, so take that. Take that! Uh, yeah, take that. I mean, it was a week last week where the listeners had to suffer at the hands of Mud for four out of the five That's days. That's true. The timing is very helpful for me. Yeah, I mean, Stephen Providence kind of summed it up for everybody, I think, with that, <laughs> that call on Thursday. Uh, Stephen Providence is joining us. Good morning, Steve. I have tried listening for the last two days. I can't do it anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> a chance he missed? Because we need Steve. Uh, hopefully, he's okay. You know, today we got the recap of the weekend with Mud at Suffolk Downs and basically what a good father he is, taking Carter and putting him on. What was he? Put him on top of a. Spire at, at Suffolk Downs or what? Carter goes and watches his degenerate dumb dad gamble the whole time, and you try and rationalize him by time. stuffing an iPad and the grilled cheese in his face. He's he had, having a great time. Watched the iPad for two but, minutes. But you're going for you. There is a so if we're not there, there's a probably a playground in Chelmsford. Red. Which he'd rather go. He's to. doing the exact same thing there. Which and I'm also. Oh yeah, they have a bunch of friends there. Is it indoctrinating him? That's yes, indoctrinating. And, yeah. and what's the word? He's sitting there, getting him grilled cheeses. <laughs> Mutt's running around, got the Kentucky mule, got the race form, screaming F-bombs at jockeys passing by. Uh, again, a caller nailed it succinctly. Uh, 
start the 7 o'clock hour. Kirk loved this question. Let's go to Brett Maine first. Brett, how are you? Good. Mutt. How, how Morning, Brett. stupid are you? That's a good I mean, one. I think if that you essentially, if you really, if you really, the show, if you really I break think it you know down, by now how that's been the I question am. of the show. Really, yeah. I've been chasing for the last year and a half to get an actual. I like to bring a scientist in and find out exactly how dumb you are. Today's show all around was just a breath of fresh air. Now, Drellick last week. I mean, who do you blame more, Drellick or Mutt, for the poor performances? If you really had to kind of nail down what was the problem, or do they just not? have chemistry together can we never put mud and Drellick back in as a duo i guess they actually had a better show friday in the first half than mud and current did yeah I, I don't think it's last week if you listen to any radio across the city there wasn't a lot going on the radio was not good you listen to other fill-in shows that's what they sound like there's Kawhi leonard uh Kawhi leonard Kawhi leonard yeah. i mean i know people have, have a high bar which is great that they expect a lot from our show and they should the show wasn't great but i didn't think it was any worse in general, over the course of four shows than anything else you heard across the Okay, well, that's, that's a fair point. Put that aside, though. Who was better, Mud or Drellick? While I was participating in some anarchy, first spot we hit it was a liquor store. Mutt had a tougher job than Drellick last week. I think he was a little better. He, he had to, you know... Drellick was Drellick all was, over the place, especially at times. Thursday. Your first day back, he after was the fourth. Drellick was all over the place. Yeah, you lost you lost my train of thought because it's after nine thirty. I completely lost what I was going to say. What was I saying? I have no idea. I really don't. And behind the scenes, we I present him with a Patriots take about the dynasty, right? Just to throw it out there, take on the Thursday after the Fourth of July about the tainted dynasty. He always hates Brady and Belichick. Fig, you know, figured it'd be a good thing for him to go after the team, yeah. get some reaction. Mutt can play the honk that he loves to be, <laughs> and we move on. And he just sort of like dipped his toe in the water. Never really got into it. Yeah, I'm not saying this, but that this is some sort of next step in the what tarnishing of the Patriots? I'm not saying because that. of this. People you, you, are saying. I could see how people would. This is what you're going to get. Well, if the you're whole a point fan. is that you're the guy that's willing to say this stuff. Right, 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 right. So that was odd. And then Friday, I mean, I, I don't blame. I mean, it was just awful all the way around. It was <laughs> all across the board. It was a bad. bad I think show. those two were a little rattled by Friday. If I could read that, right. why not say this? This sucks, Drellick. You are not bringing it today. Here's how you're failing. Look, I, I don't why, think why do I have to get a, a call? I don't Enjoy. think there was. I think we talked about it on the air yesterday, Evan. You kept doing this thing where you, you, I don't know if you're trying to be robbed yesterday or what, but you kept making these, while we're having a conversation, these weird U-turns where I, I couldn't respond to them at times. They were so, uh, uh, you never so said, nondescript. You never said that on the air. We said it on the air. We said, we said you're losing it. That was early on the show. In hindsight, Drellick was right. We should have had Drellick and Carr in the final two hours. Have all three of them be able have to Have all three yeah, sort of be able to work it in, but... As I've noted before, we can't change it. It's done. Thankfully, we've moved on. And they tried politics on Tuesday. They tried a little Maxine Waterstock. Kirk said today, I mean, he would have just done that and done it, disregarded the company edict, but they were clearly steered to get back within the lines after a couple segments of that. I actually enjoyed that. I was listening I to it in Montreal. I, I was walking around. The callers were crazy. Drellick was flying off the handle. You had Mutt being the Jerry Jr. Again, you're making me sound like I'm defending Scott Pruitt. You are I'm defending this act and the act of Maxine Waters and what she is projecting. By condemning Maxine Waters over what Scott Pruitt has done, you are, in effect, doing that. You are saying that... No, because she, Scott Pruitt is not the only one this has to? happened to. It was... Um, I liked it. I listened to that final, that was in the 7 o'clock hour, right? Yeah. Basically, they were going to do, that was going to be their last segment on it anyway, but that was basically commanded, this is your last segment on this. I can understand from a management point of view, they don't sound comfortable doing it, 
Like, they're not Jerry and Kirk tackling that kind of subject. But my argument would be as to why to do that, that's the whole point. During a fill-in week, pushes the envelope for those guys. It widens them a little bit as characters. Drellick, just by his very nature, is a tough guy. To, he doesn't sound comfortable anyway, so you're not going to listen to him and feel comfortable. But he's kind of an oddball, and that plays within his neurotic self. The reasons decency are gone are because of Donald Trump, Sarah Sanders, the messaging no, think- of that entire campaign. I mean, you could feel it. Exponentially more passion and energy behind yeah, Maxine it was, Waters' I thought it was talk pretty than good. it was anything else. And from a drelic point on Maxine Waters to coming up next, but it's hypocrisy, and you're drawing you're drawing an arbitrary line in the sand. Uh, we will continue talking to you guys until ten at six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. John Tomasi wrote about this today at weei.com. That is the other part of Demarcus Cousins signing with the Golden State Warriors. That was who he was going to sign with. The Boston Celtics were on that list. That is next. DeMarcus Cousins. Brutal NBA offseason talk. <laughs> That's we. I think we got back into that. Yeah, there's still Kawhi Leonard in the news. So, Ugh. as you say, nothing in the market right now is is sizzling. There's not. No. It's it's dead. The Red Sox are dead for our purposes. They're winning too much. There's not any real controversy. I thought Shaughnessy had a good column today. I don't know where else you go from it. I thought the trivia was great. I thought Kirk actually has a remarkable, unbelievable trivia Just library of knowledge in his brain. Encyclopedia. Travis in the Berkshires. Travis, what is your question for Kirk Minahan, baseball trivia expert? Hey, man, who were the... Barry Larkin, Larry Walker, Sammy Sosa, McGuire, and Bagwell. He didn't get to que- he didn't even get to say the question. But I knew what he, I could feel what he was. I, no, that's how good no, I am. No, I could no, feel no. what he was going to ask. You, he typed up the question, or Curtis typed the question up. You he looked not, it up. No, no, no. You, now, now you're you, lying. You, you now, look, no, no, you no, 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 no. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. You t- Enjoy the rest of your Monday. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.